Welcome to High on the Hog with Merrill Schindler and co-hosts Joanna Belson and Janice Hardoon. This is a podcast about all things cannabis. Tune in every week as Merrill, Joanna, and Janice discuss the medical benefits of CBD and THC products with each other, as well as with informed guests from the cannabis industry and the lawmakers who regulate it. Enjoy the show. This is Meryl Schindler with High on the Hog, the podcast with my co-hosts, Janice Hardoon of Koreatown Collective and Joanna Belson of um, of many wonderful foods, including barbecue everywhere. Your backyard is full of barbecues. It's crazy. We are presented by Koreatown Collective and we love doing this show. I keep learning so much. I'm hoping everyone keeps learning so much. And I learned so much from a movie, Joanna, that you suggested to me called Weed the People. And Weed the People, which has a slightly silly name. I recommended someone and they said, is it a joke? And I said, no, it's really not a joke. It's deeply affecting. It's, I'll tell you that the, the trailer alone will leave you in tears. It is so amazing. And it's about the use of medical cannabis on kids suffering from pediatric cancer. And the results have been breathtaking, staggering, amazing. Um, you could see doctors in it going, we can't explain, can't explain. Um, <laughs> I, get very, I get very wrapped up here. Um, Joanna, you've seen it. And your reaction to Weed the People was? It's extremely moving. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize the day in and day out um, issues parents go through with sick children and what a miraculous uh, cure this can be for some people. Let's not call it a cure. Let's call it being helpful. Absolutely. But people, you know, when you have a small child and nowhere else to turn, you feel helpless. And so, uh, Janice, I assume that you being deep into the belly of the beast here, deep into the business, you've encountered this. I've encountered a lot over the past 12 years with parents that have struggled with their children, them not wanting them to go on pharmaceutical drugs to change their behavior or to help them through cancer problems of things of that sort. We started out and that's how we got so heavily deep involved with CBD is because we first introduced CBD into the kids' systems. And we used a combination of what was then infused waters, nano-infused waters, and chocolates. Since that period of time over the past three years, you've seen the big CBD explosion. Um, With the doctor's um, advice, the parental control, and my, of course, my attorney knowing we have used um, microdosing of THC to also help these kids that have uh, a lot of problems. And it's so easily ingested. You can take it, either you can vape it, but I don't really care for that with a small child, but there's many forms that you can eat, um, edibles, you can use topicals as well. Yeah. So there's many ways to introduce the medicine into the, to the body of a child. Um, you, everyone has to remember whether it's a cannabis plant or a hemp plant, it's still a plant from the earth. So just like you go into the rainforest and you um, get a lot of different kinds of plants for the antibiotics, it's the same type thing. We're going to find that these plants 
are really miracle cures, not cures, but helpful aids as science catches up to it. Maybe they'll finally be labeled to being a cure, but we've got to be able to get the government to back us in the science. Well, the most of the kids in it have amazing survival stories. It, it's not 100%, but it's pretty darn close. Even if you can slow the cancer growth, and it's not a cure, but you're slowing the cancer growth or shrinking the cancer cells, things of that sort, it's a plus. It's an advantage because the kids, once they can get into a daily routine and start being active and being able to eat, part of the whole thing where cancer gets ahead of everyone is because you don't eat and you're not able to nourish your body. Hopefully, the cannabinoids that you're taking in and the THC will help increase and stimulate someone's appetite so you actually get to nourish your body with the proper things and get your body back on track because everyone carries the cancer gene. Everyone has it in their body. We all have the cells. Some people are dormant and some people are not dormant. And what you are just trying to do is find some kind of solution or remedy or something to help us get to the next day so that one day the research will follow and give us a pat on the back and say, we were doing the right thing. Yeah, one of the amazing things we the people is watching the doctors who had their doubts. Well, on their liability insurance. You know, <laughs> losing their doubts. Just going, I can't explain it. There's a point in the movie where the parents are getting their tinctures, their oils, what have you, from places that were apparently less than reliable. And uh, a, a, um, uh, a chemist comes in, and he's, he's, he's sniffing it, he's testing it. He goes, you just bought alcohol. You put rubbing alcohol. It wasn't even good alcohol. It was rubbing alcohol that they sold you. Um, this, this, won't, this won't do it. And we watch as another company makes their stuff in the kitchen. In the kitchen. They, they just, you know, uh, and Zelda's. They make their stuff, and, and they, they put it into... Um, like feeding or, tubes, right? You know, like they look well, like they syringes. Take it, they, they, we had our guest last week who also is able to do that. He has that background to formulate and make these distillates and isolates, and they're doing it with a solventless product process. Um, he told you last week about using heat and a little bit of water for the extraction process, and uh, the Pab and Barkley and let's be honest, Charlotte's Web, which is made by the Stanley Brothers are very similar in how they take the approach to um, cannabis, and especially if it's gonna involve children. Go ahead. Uh, Last week in Florida, they did um, a news report, did a study on uh, a bunch of stores that were selling CBD, and I think they purchased about five products and all of them came up without CBD in them. So I will tell you, people are gonna find out with CBD. They started out with CBD. It's the container that the product is in that has absorbed in the CBD it's the plastics so there's a lot of science that needs to come out for especially people that just think it's so easy to bring a product to market it's not yeah actually Joanna you you um, I was just about to bring that up because having seen the problems that they had in we the people with the quality control and then a few days later having seen the um, the test done on a um, a Florida TV station of CBD products, and I think it was more than five. It was it was a fair number, and they found some actually had the amount of CBD um, claimed. Right. Most didn't, and it made me think about something that you had mentioned, um, Janice. You you mentioned you know you're very demanding, 
<laughs> yeah, you you know, uh, uh, in terms of CPD. Uh, <laughs> demanding I, or filtering? I don't, uh, well. Is that a good you, thing or a bad thing? It's a very thing? good thing. No, you you demand quality. that it you... be of a certain quality. And you've used the term, I, I, I'm hoping this, is, this refers to that, track and trace. Right. Does that refer then to? It's CBD. We have to be careful in the state of California where our CBD is derived from because CBD that's derived from a cannabis plant is part of the track and trace program for the Bureau of Cannabis Control. Whereas hemp, and everyone's talking about hemp because of the farm bill and where all that is, our Bureau has no control over hemp. They, they don't know how to do it. Some of the topical companies were hemp-based CBD. Then they were bringing them into California as the laws and regulations were changing. They're infusing THC back into these hemp-based products. So they're not really part of track and trace and that's why you're finding some of the cbd companies that make the topicals and things they went back to may use cannabis derived cbd because if they wanted to have this huge manufacturing and be part of track and trace the can the cbd had to be derived from a cannabis plant but the same molecule that you find in a cannabis plant is the exact same molecule cbd molecule you find in a hemp plant it's just who's got the regulations and who's got the bureau, what control they have over it. They have control over cannabis. They have no control over CBD. And that's where when you watch the TV shows and the products are not testing properly, it really has to do with, sometimes it's got to do with the packaging of the product because the CBD stuck to the package of the product. So when they went to make the test, that's why the CBD is not present anymore. It's also to do with shelf life. Um, and how you're, how those things are processed and packaged. So they could have gotten a bum rap because the CBD was not present, but actually it was. If you went to go pack, to test the pack, the packaging, the plastics, the, mm-hmm. the, say the water was in, the nano-infused water, guess what? The CBD is going to be in the plastic. So you'd be best to eat the plastic. You'd be better to eat to just chew the plastic. <laughs> yeah. if you want CBD or take CBD in a way that you can add it to liquid form, shake it, and then drink it like you do your vitamins. Vitamins, some of the vitamins do the same thing when they sit in a plastic bottle. And that's why a lot of times you've had water that's activated when you twist the top and it drops in and then you shake it, then you're gonna drink it. That's a lot of times when you have a meal replacement with CBD and you do a protein a protein powder while you're not putting it already in a liquid form and you're gonna add the water when it's, when it's time to take it so that the t- the CBD is still there and it's in the liquid form so it can get into your body to nourish your cells. Yeah, so much is being learned about how to package the stuff. So yeah, I'm getting a learning experience all the time and you'll see because like we created makeup and we're very careful about the bottles that the, the makeup is in and if it's a plastic bottle, it's been lined with a special lining so the CBD doesn't seep into the plastic. I mean, there's a million things that people don't know, they don't have a clue of. It's a whole nother education process, but that's why you were talking about me being the filter of products coming in and out. I know where the products are being made. I know who's making them. I know where they're sourcing their CBD from. So whether you're taking cannabis-derived CBD, which thank you, BCC, for taking care of that for me, I'll follow up on the hemp-based CBD and make sure everyone has certificates of authenticity because they don't have to go to a lab test. Right, you have to be very careful where you purchase your right. CBD well, from on the internet. It makes sure. And I'll be honest with you, I've got the the 
Charlotte's Web people come into my store and they would prefer them not to buy it on eBay or Amazon or whatever. They prefer for them to come to a storefront because they know that they have given me that product and it's come from their warehouse to my store. So it's legit. You know, it's just like any other kind of knockoff when you go to get a fake purse. I, I don't actually get fake purse, so I get the real thing, but that's, that's a whole Okay, I'm excited. Let's go check. I bet you have something. Your tennis shoes, I bet you know, not always authentic. I'm excited to see what's coming in the year with hemp um, making replacement for the plastics you're talking of, because I think anything that's made out of plastic can now be made out of hemp. So I think all these packaging companies are quickly innovating to figure out how do we not be so um, wasteful on packaging, putting a jar in a box with plastic around it, um, and be really, really being considerate of the environment? Well, they've used this parachute material. It's been a, one of the things that I've gravitated to when we went to go find packaging and using instead of the mylar bags is to use the um, parachute materials. And then for bottles, you really need glass. Glass is the only thing mm-hmm. that, just like we've learned when you go get your press juices and everything else, they've switched to a lot of the glass and it's got to be for the same reasons i'm not that's above my pay grade they do it for uh baby bottles it's the bpa and the plastic that people are afraid of that'll break down if you leave it in the heat um but yeah i've seen women carry glass baby bottles and then you drop it and there's spilled milk and everyone's crying i was suitably impressed as boris last week from uh, Papa and Barkley described their testing process. I mean, it's pretty. It's intensive. It's pretty. Um, it's pretty great. It's actually great, and it made me think about how there was a story during the week about how the um, city of New York has now banned foods with CBD in them, and there was a sense of well. That's the FDA. Because now you're getting... But it was the, it was in New York. It that's the FDA. It's a federal drug administration. Was it, was it nationwide? Because it, it mentioned... The FDA still okay. can control. That's where, it, believe me, from being the pioneer in cannabis in California, where I did everything the city and state gave me uh, permission to do. It was the federal government that we ended up having to answer to. And that's, I believe, why people are... Con- the FDA stayed on top of this with the food and, and CBD is because there's no testing or strin- uh, yeah. any kind of guidelines there. And you know what? That's the only place where they can make a domain still. And what a mistake it is, though, to throw out everything, just to throw out everything. And as we've been saying, there are products that are less than, than perfect. I, I have my, my great doubts about the... Um, uh, the, the strange world of the ice cream parlor where for $2 extra you get CBD in your ice cream. It's like, okay, and what are they really giving you in your ice cream? Maybe a little canola, canola oil? I mean, who knows? It's the um, Department of Agriculture that's actually getting involved both in New York and North Carolina. By state, though. So it's the New York Department of Agriculture and the North Carolina Department each infiltrating the CBD within the food industry. So how is the industry, Janice, going to ultimately deal with having to maintain this level of quality? I mean, it's the Wild West On out CBD? there. Yes. I mean, it will, will, who will set the standards? You don't see the government setting standards. Please don't put that standard on me. I'm well, not. Meryl, it's the same like vitamins. Who's setting the standard on those? How do you know what's in your vitamins? Well, in many vitamins? cases, there is no standard. You right, don't know what you're taking. That's the word supplement, because yeah. supplement clears you from the FDA. You know, when I when I take my probiotic, I don't know what I'm really taking. I will be honest with you. 
I, and I'm probably the last person that, to give the BCC a pat on the back, but like edibles that you have coming through the track and trace system, now it's taken a while for them because of the testing and getting the kitchens clean and they've got to be food grade, immaculate, the whole bit, and then get through the testing labs, what have And have a license. And have a license, which is a difficult thing. But because they broke down dosing into 10 milligram serving sizes, now you're seeing different edible companies take that 10 milligrams and divide that in half. So they're instead of giving you 10 pieces for at 10 milligrams, that's a 100, 100 milligram pack, some of them are breaking it down into five milligram serving sizes and giving you 20 pieces uh, for the package because you can only have 100 milligrams per package. Um, that's the serving size per, per patient, what have you. But I will tell you that the edibles that are starting to come now, people have changed because of the strict guidelines. The oils used to make when the THC and those are really good in quality edibles. Um, the oils are really fine and the ingredients used to do the baking are really good. So you just have to be careful and really filter what you're gonna have. I mean, I've tasted a candy the other day and it tasted like I was licking the bottom of an ashtray, and that's disgusting. How do you give that to a patient? Edibles are a hard one because they have to taste good and be effective, and to merge those two concepts I think is really, really hard. Um, I've sat in rooms in meetings where people all eat everything, and they're like, this is gummy, this is chewy, this tastes horrible, or like you'll just gag because you taste I mean, I will tell you that we made edibles for being vertically integrated at Koreatown Collective. We had our own edibles, Edibles R Us. We basically took my mom's cookbook and turned it inside out and started to infuse the oils into the different fatty fats and stuff that were in the products themselves. And we had a tremendous reputation and following. We had many cancer patients, whatever, using our brownies to heal themselves. And because we just didn't have the time and whatever to go do the manufacturing to get that manufacturing license, We've let that sit over there waiting to find somebody to help us license the name and get it back up and running. Because How long before something opens a CBD THC restaurant? Well, you have to have in West Hollywood, they just license so you can have on-site consumption. So I'm sure they'll have um, foods there. Um, What are the flavors on pizza? But there's a lot of people are coming now that are trying to get CBD in their food and they have like different kinds of flavoring, whether it's onion powder or garlic powder or anything with that they have like that shakeable peanut butter that you can put in there so you can add cbd to your foods as you need like a spice right they made all kinds of spices and sauces now you were mentioning a little while ago off the air you talk about all the products that you have to taste and we were speaking to rachel burkhans a few weeks ago about you know the process she goes through of tasting a lot of things Uh, she said her tolerance is very high and she can do it how do you do it my tolerance is not as high as these other people, but like I'm not going to sit there and eat a whole plate or something. Like if someone brings me a 10 milligram brownie, I'm going to take a bite of the brownie, see how it tastes, whatever. But, but then you have to wait two hours to see if it does anything, right? Oh, I'll know when it starts to catch up because it's like takes okay. about 45 minutes. And then I'm like, I know that I'm okay. starting to like my body's starting to relax. And but you can't stuff. then taste something else, right? On top of that. No, but if it stays within the company, I would. But most of the times, I'll just try one thing at a time. It's the same thing when you're cultivating and you want to go from harvest to harvest. You're only allowed to change one ingredient because if you change two ingredients, you don't know which one gave you the better yield. So it's the same thing with an edible. You're going to stay with that one thing because you're going to want to know how it works. Um, It's... 
It is still the Wild West out there, though. It's very much the Wild West. And the, right now, the people that are really getting hurt are your sick patients that were your medical patients um, for all these years. They're the ones getting hurt right now because of rules and regulations. They're not able to get their meds the way they wanted to. I have a patient that she's had cancer. She no longer has a stomach. She has a bag. And we used to take care of her. And now our hands are tied because everything is prepackaged, labeled, whatever. I'm not able to go in the kitchen and whoop up some brownies for her or make her some capsules, what have you, like I used to in the past. Okay, so one notable thing is every day, probably every hour, I've got another CBD thing on my on my phone messages, usually somewhere in spam. Probably a great idea not to respond to those. <laughs> um, on the other hand, for those who are, are interested, um, you need to find the reliable. Yeah, every every That's every email we, every email you have in your email. Believe me, I've got a hundred of them in my email, and I actually go through them. I'll the ones that, that I really find to be reputable, and I can go back and find a, uh, some kind of footprint on them. I'll ask them to send me samples. I'll get the information, and I'll go through them. If you think Amazon's going to do that for you, then God bless you. If you think that same thing did happened in vape world and i'm sure joanna knows where people started to knock off the packaging of different vape companies yep. and then put anything inside there they put any cart they want well if you're going to buy off the black market be prepared to get the black market and so if you're going to go and you want real people that are whole food junkies and don't want to put anything toxic into their body they're going to shop at air one they're going to shop at whole foods do they have products probably that are not perfect yes but where you're going to find your biggest source of those type of foods curated at those kind of stores you're going to pay a little bit more maybe for that but everything we've done putting them into the cbd superstore we've really curated and we've left it at the same prices we're not charging you more than you do from the internet because we can answer 20 questions and this is why we keep directing people to the k-town collective because we know we know we can trust you right I'm going to curated cannabis selection. Yeah. She's picked the best of the best, and she's a high quality caliber. I have like a very big high standard, and I'm not going to change me to to let someone else in. It's just, and I have friends that have products, and they don't make them in. They try to go in through the guy, the boys that are on my wall. They don't let them in either. Like you got to go through her. Yeah. I'd like to believe that there are other folks like that out there, but you know, I haven't really encountered too many of them. You know, a lot of the uh, f- folks who go to the various stores say, God, they're so enthusiastic. And they, you tell them that you've got migraines and they, they, they know exactly what you need. And I go, well, they tell you exactly what you probably want to hear. I don't know if they actually do well, or do not know. certain strains that really will work for migraines and stuff. Like Skywalker is a terrific one because I was the big he- headache sufferer. And that particular strain actually will release the tension in the back of your neck. And don't be confused because we've had many people sit up here and talk about terpenes. And terpenes is what's going to direct that certain uh, genetic into that particular part of your body. So um, there's something to be said for it. I am in no way, shape, or form a terpene expert. I would love to say I am, but I'm not. I just know certain things that work for me. It's actually struck me in the several interviews we've done that it wouldn't hurt to have a degree in organic chemistry. I wish I had paid attention. I wish no. I had paid attention just in regular chemistry and just having the chemical chart 
but not that that would apply to us here but there are certain concepts i guess we are forced to learn back when we went to school i can tell you in today's world these kids have no clue I'll tell you what fascinates me are the guys and gals who back then like kind of did well in school and now and then they might have like dabbled in marijuana and cannabis a little and now they're like hardcore they've a, a amazing career using that science knowledge in cannabis and are doing amazing right. and it's just like you're so excited for them because they put everything together into their dreams it's like, it's like you'll start to see the world coming together where my finance background is meeting the cannabis world um Boris had the, the, the background in the oils and working for the right. oil companies in engineering. So he had an understanding of what was coming out of that machine when we, were, when we were squeezing the leaves and stuff and using the temperatures. I mean, it's the same principles, you know, and it's what we've said about history and here and cannabis and the, really why the hemp industry is where it's at. It's because you have to really just go back and look at history, whether it's your own personal history what you've learned, what you've studied, it's gonna repeat. And for those kids in today's world, I wish they were listening to us, if they could understand what they can take away and learning from the past to help them get to where they wanna get in the future, they may pay attention. Well, what is kind of amazing and you know will continue to be amazing is the different worlds that everyone comes from to what's really right. a new world. Well, that's the whole thing with social equity and where they're trying to bring the social programs together is because everyone has a story. And and I'm gonna tell you, every person that you bring in to interview for High on the Hog, the uh-huh. podcast, will have a story and have a reason why they're here. Something touched them, whether it was their mom, their sister, their aunt, their friend's child, everyone has a reason. And everyone has a reason why it's helped them. I mean, I will tell you, I never really smoked that much until recently because there was a stigma that I would have a bong or I would be judged or whatever. But guess what? I was a person that had an anxiety disorder and I was taking Xanax. Since I just decided the stigma didn't matter and it was me, guess what? I don't take the Xanax anymore. If I need to smoke, I'll smoke. And you came from a high pressure world where Xanax, uh, Ativan, um, you know, various, Drugs like that, right. along with um, that, that double martini right, and the at lunch, right. it was all you know that was part of the process. Well, then she was selling the stock on the side at the pharma, and then also <laughs> making <laughs> no, but um, no, but we you didn't really know. I mean, I have a brother that's a cardiothoracic surgeon. My father was a dentist that did all kinds of work. So I grew up around the pharmaceuticals. I grew up in Alabama. That's what you know is pharmaceuticals. But there's so much benefits to these plants. And if people will embrace the plant and use the full spectrum, which is the whole plant, to get their medicine, I think you'll see a lot less dependence on the pharmaceuticals. I don't know that the antibiotics will ever go away because in today's world, people are vaccinating and not vaccinating and doing these type of things. And I think that's part of just medical research and how they developed the antibiotics. But as far as some of these other painkillers, yes, they serve their purpose when you first need them. But I don't know people that really need to keep taking them for 30 and 60 and 90 days. Um, No, actually, in my limited and simple experiences, now and then when you need it. It's as needed. Like I was as Xanax as needed, girl. Yeah, I'm not, um, well, but even, even with my, you know, with the CBD, it's like, you know, my knee's particularly hurting today. I'm going to use a little tincture. 
Okay. But CBD, you're going to do CBD. There's two things and we focused on last week. One was a lifestyle. Right. So you're going to take your 25 milligrams a day versus if you're going to have a chronic pain or something like that, you're going to go to seven to 50 to 100 milligrams. So you can you can treat the ailment, whatever. Like it's got to be part of your but daily routine. But even with routine. CBD, it's like as needed for me. It's not a, just, I must take it. It's your morning. lifestyle, Meryl. You're oh. high on the hog. <laughs> the podcast. And you take your CBD every day, 25 milligrams. Yeah, take your uh, vitamin E and your probiotics and your... Um, CBD. And your CBD every day. <laughs> I think there's even a brand called Daily CBD. I wish that we if we didn't have the FDA. Believe me, I would make toothbrush, toothpaste with cbd in it because that would be a great way because i'm not teaching you a new habit i would say 99 percent of the people do brush their teeth at least once a day if not maybe not joanna's kids (laughs) (laughs) no her um joanna's father's a dentist right so my kids don't brush so papa will fix their teeth yeah this is meryl schindler with high on the hog the podcast with janice hardoon of the k-town collective with um joanna belson a woman who knows so much about about what this stuff does you just brought me a kid's book on it i can't wait to read it i love kids books We'll we'll be back soon with more High on the Hog. Don't miss it.